Welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy G Swizz, joined here by my broxy, my 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 brodo jokesy, jokesy all the way from the Deutschland. How we doing, brother? How's it, Gage? Are you recording today's episode from a construction lot? <laughs> Can you still hear it? Can you guys still hear <laughs> no. it? No. <laughs> it was it in the back. Not anymore. No. It literally, sound like there was like. A herd of elk outside my freaking uh, window here. Just <laughs> also, Micah, Micah Ma, well, how are we doing the show? The Hawaii's chosen one. So I gotta stop drinking before What's these. Up, Sorry, guys. Gage <laughs> <laughs> is absolutely hammered. Whenever I, uh, whenever I go to coaching, if I oh. mess up, I'm like, I gotta stop drinking before these things. <laughs> like 15 year old girls. <laughs> Oh God! Jesus. This could be this this episode could be disastrous, or it could be a hidden gem for the folks at home. I'm actually not drunk; just a early early morning wake up call and waits. Whatever, whatever, bro. Who gives a crap? Hey, quick thing, I want to share some stories with the, uh, with the audience here. If they've been paying attention, the season Hawaii we just played UC San Diego, right? We just played UC San Diego, and uh, you know I think they're they're actually a good team, but the the problem is you can only play league get matches and they've only really and they faced a lot of good teams in the big west obviously the big west is the best conference in the nation by far um but i remember we we t- remember second night we took care of business and we don't really have any interaction with them because we don't high five after the game we can't talk to them after the game or whatever like that but like you know you don't shake hands at all but the only interaction is that at the end we all circle we circle up on our side they circle up on their side to stretch so like I'm at the half, I'm at the net, and there's a guy like, I don't know, four feet to my right. And this guy, and they were joking, and we kind of handled baits, that's a 3-0. And I just remember they were joking, they're like, oh, God, can't believe we blew that. We had them right where we wanted them. <laughs> and I think they're like <laughs> one, in, one in eight this season, so they're not having the hottest season. So I was just kind of thought, like, what kind of goes in their mind, or what kind of goes in your mind in that like, situation? Like, you're one in eight. Yeah, I mean, obviously you're trying to beat us. I mean, they're still a good team. But I just thought it was kind of funny. Like, even after, like, they lost 3-0, they're like, oh, God. I can't believe we lost that. Every know. match, though, they're probably like that. What if every match? Like, imagine yeah, like, you lose every match and every if you feel that way every single time. So close. <laughs> Dude, I would That's be the coach's like, speech. I felt like that a couple times this year, for sure. But, but you it made comes it. from a different perspective. I That's mean, true. Like, That's true. I'm spoiled. You know, 1-8. As UH with your guys' talent right now would yep. be a lot different than one and eight at UCSD. No disrespect to UCSD because I watch and these guys are freaking balling. They are. They're like super they have good. a legit team. Um, but you guys, I mean, you're at home number one. You have really, really talented team. Yeah. And that's the nature of the beast. But those guys are good. I don't know yeah. how many people realize like what happened. So they're fully funded program now like they have the full four and a half scholarships in years before they were still division two program and with that they had no scholarship money and so when you're competing against the rest of the schools on the west coast you're gonna be last to the kind of uh pickings of the talent level especially in california like the type of players that they were getting were mostly like academic 
minded guys and so it was a little bit different crowd and and now they have the full four and a half they're able to go get some legit ballers right now no disrespect to who to any previous players or anything but it's just the truth of the matter like they just they have a little bit more um a little bit more talent now in their gym all around i would say and i would expect they're just like top to bottom they're a little stronger i would assume jody remember when we were at ucsd one time uh, it was your senior year, my sophomore year. I remember, so how do you get into, how you, I don't know if you've done, had to do this, Micah, but how you go into UCSD when you're going as an away team, they they take you like in the back, where like the, the garbage is, and you go through there, and basically you open a door to the, and that's the base of the back of the gym, you open it, and now you're like in the in the corner of the gym, and you yep. make an immediate left, and then you go down the hall, and then right. bam, you're in there. So for 10 seconds, you're in the gym, if that. Right, walking, opening the door, and then turning left to go to your locker room behind the scenes. I remember UCSD was practicing during this time that we did it, like, and we had played them the next day. I remember we opened the door, we walk in to go to our left, and their coach, and the gym's, like, massive. And the coach runs across the gym and starts yelling at us. He's like, hey, guys, you can't be in here. And, like, starts freaking out. I'm like, bro, what are we going to learn just by watching, like, are you like working? Are you like ski? I don't know, like scheming up these plans that are gonna take us down or whatever. Like I was like, what could we possibly just by walking ten seconds of your practice and walking through your practice? And you just started freaking out. I just remember. I mean, a lot of the guys. I mean, most of the guys that are still here know that story. So good times. One of the what, last thing I want to share. Last thing I want to share. And I'm gonna. We have a hot take by Stein Van Tilburg from Micah Ma. That's right. Is a uh, we play Long Beach this season. Oh, next match, we play on Friday, Saturday. And uh, I remember this is this is outside Clark, the freshman there. I remember I coached against him. He's also a uh, uh, – he's also – we have a libero this year named Logan, and he played with him. And we co- – so we coached against Clark uh, his 17th year with Pac Rim, and they ended up winning the national championship. I think we were the only team that beat them, but they ended up winning the national championship, so it doesn't matter. We beat them on day three, I want to say. And I remember he committed to Long Beach at this time. And I remember we were uh, coaching against him. And I was like, all right, my team, the only way, like, my team could have any success is if I just try and fire him up, right? And I wasn't even paying attention <laughs> to the other side. I was just firing my team up as much as possible. And I just remember, so Clark is the best player. He was, like, the top prospect in the nation I'm pretty sure so I'm firing my team up and I remember Clark looks at me and this is after he came into Long Beach after we lost to Long Beach and he goes on his ring finger and starts pointing to his ring finger and I'm like it was the weirdest thing because I was like wait I was like first of all why are you coming after me one and two <laughs> I was like you're not even on the team bro like what do you mean like, <laughs> so there's gonna be so he's gonna get a chance to redeem his redeem his uh I guess ring that he somehow achieved uh, from. He's gonna get a chance to to, to exactly. speak up for his actions. Exactly. So that's gonna be interesting. Up. That's gonna be interesting. So if listening to this or he gets a hold of this, I'm I'm very eager to play him and uh, see what it's all about. See what uh the the bling blings about. Anyways, just a few stories I'd like to kind of share. Uh, after and we games. beat him. We beat him too. Our club. Oh yeah, team we, we, beat we did beat him. Yeah, we did beat him that time. Remember that? They were the top seed. We were the only team to beat him at that tournament. So Gage and I were like, he was because Gage and I were coaching together, and Gage was. There was a point he almost threw a chair that on the bench when we. No, were so I would never. Yeah, I would never. You were like kicked a chair. I'm like Gage. Okay, we gotta be. 
We got to control all the college coaches where they're recruiting kids from the court. <laughs> Gages. <laughs> just throwing it. I try to get recruited as well, Joe. I try to get the attention of the coaches. I try to get recruited on the coaching staff. But we did beat them. We actually, so that was, that was good. I was stoked about that. Yeah, and then our team choked to get in the gold after that. But whatever, we won't talk about that. I don't even want to hear it. Ah, oh, God. Micah. Micah Maha. My man. First of all, actually, secondly, first of all, congratulations, Micah, on making the playoffs. You won the playing game to make uh, you the eighth seed facing the one Huge seed, I'm deal. guessing. Huge deal. Facing the one seed, I'm guessing. Yeah, we are. Okay. Montpellier. And Joe is in the, in the German, is it the German Cup or the German Final? How does that work? German How, what final. German Final. German okay. Final. Best out of five. Yeah. And against Berlin? Yeah. A classic a showdown. Deal. That's they have a deal. Ben Patch. People realize uh, Sergey Gronkin. He was the Russian Olympic gold medalist setter from 2012 in London. That Olympics when they came back, that huge, uh, really big match. So they have a lot of, they have Adair, uh, who's a Brazilian middle. He won the gold medal in 2016 with them. Uh, they just have, they're, I mean, they're super legit. All their guys, top to bottom, are really high level. Uh, I think the only people, the only guy that people might re, uh, know, though, is Ben Patch, I think, I would assume, from that team. From our Cody, Cody Kessel? Yeah. Cody Kessel, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big name, yeah, for sure. So it'll be big. Mike is in the playoffs. Everybody's. Yeah, that's a big one, Joe. And basically, you guys, like, as soon as, if you win or if you lose, you guys are coming straight home, yeah? Like, are you guys going to come to Hawaii, yeah. or are you guys going to go to Southern California? I'm going to go see our grandparents in Washington, D.C., and then mm-hmm. maybe make a stop in California, then head over to Hawaii to hopefully catch the end of your season. Okay. What about you, Micah? I got to go see the girl in, in SoCal. Of course. Not you, of course. Understood. Yeah. yeah. So Joe understands. He's like, of course. Yeah. Uh, Micah, let's hear this freaking hot take that you've been talking about. Getting me fired well, about. Well, we were talking about. Um, Who's we? First of all, let's give context here. So, uh, for the Hawaii fans, um, why is he there? Is been living with me. Um, he's training, so okay. he had a gap in between his. Oh, actually, no, he's not here. He's not here. We're gonna believe all this out. Don't worry about it. He's not here. I was talking with a friend of mine, and uh, John, 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 and we were talking about the the weight room at the NCAA women's March basketball tournament. Right, March right, Madness. Right. Oh, this is this is this is some heated territory here, buddy. Oh yeah, but um, he made a good point. He's like, dude, you know what? What one thing about women's volleyball that makes it a little bit more popular than? Um, than women's basketball is that they lower the net. And this people is not- have made this argument before where it's like right. they should lower the net for the woman and the woman I think their argument is that they are completely capable at playing and I think that they are. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it'd be a lot more entertaining on nine foot rims or nine and a half. And that's not a shot at, I mean, look at what we do in volleyball and how well it's worked out. I, I, to watch a woman's volleyball game on an eight foot net would be completely different, be completely different to watch than watching it on what it is now. Um, and I think transferring that to basketball, I'd be interested. I know that people have made this argument before, but I've never thought about it in the context of volleyball actually following this and how successful it's been. Yeah, totally. I The, the one thing I have to say about that is 
at the end of the day, like you have to think about like with human nature, what are they entertained by? And sports at the end of the day is an entertainment business. When when people talk about the NCAA, it's a business at the end of the day. And the decisions they're making, yeah, it is. They claim it, it. That's what pisses a lot of people off is they claim it to be in the betterment of the student athletes. But at the end of the day, it's a business, 100%. And that's why they've yeah. been, they turn into a billion dollar business and they're making so much money is because the decisions they're making are business decisions. And so... When you look at like inter- entertainment, and if you're looking to get like the most amount of money out of whatever, like you have to look about making adjustments, like you said. And so, I think, like you said, I think they're fully capable at playing at that level. But I've said the same thing. I'm like, you know, if you look at a lot of other sports, there's like adjustments made just for entertainment like basis. Right, I, right, I think. right, right. So I don't think it's like wrong in any way to try to bring that up. No, I, I don't I think, think it's wrong. I think too many people are like offended by that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's yeah, but it, like, but it's been a part of their culture so long, though. You know what I'm saying? So if it's like, you know, I mean, I get like, I, I yeah. I'm, I'm just playing the devil's advocate here. That's why they kind of, you know, it's been part of their thing so long. And then they're like offended, like, oh, like make it. E-, they, yeah. they think okay, it's making it easier. You know. Here's the other thing. So here's the other thing. So basketball is a sport. A lot of people say volleyball is really tough to go and just like go to a park and do by yourself. Like you can't really do that. Basketball, though, you can go to a park and play basketball, sh- go to shoot hoops or whatever. Okay, you, you have a change in height and stuff. Like, the total landscape of... I we were t- we were I was talking about this, actually, with some of my teammates, and it was something that was brought up. Um, like, when you go to a park and you have, like, different height baskets, like, how are, how are just, like, things like that going to change? Because it's something, like Gator said, it's been instilled in the culture of, like, the basketball community for so long. It's like, you can go to a park and anybody can play on a hoop. Where you start like having all these different adjustments, like parks aren't going to invest money, and it's it's not going to be as easily accessible to for like women to access a women's hoop. I feel like like they're just going to be like, right, we're just gonna throw it up at ten feet. Mm, so that's also point. something to consider. I feel like uh, that's true. We're involved. like volleyball. You run into that issue sometimes. You show up to a park or a beach, and the nets can't move from seven feet. <laughs> that's as high as it goes. That's something true. that's that's part of it too. I feel like why basketball is so much further ahead um, in a lot of ways than other sports is because it's something you literally go to every park, you go anywhere and you can shoot hoops. Accessibility. And another thing is Accessibility. I want to yeah. talk about, you kind of mentioned like the NCAA tournament for the men's and women's. Like it's, I've gone on so many rants about this, about the differences. I am not, I'm just, I'm like I said, I see sports again as an entertainment business, Joe, like a hundred percent. And like people view it in the wrong ways. It doesn't, does this make money? Yes, I'm gonna put more money into this. Does this not make money? No, does it? And I've looked. I've done. A, I've actually. This is. I've done way more research into this than I have in any of my schoolwork ever. And I can't wait to die in school because I would go. I oh my it. god! I oh I am on. I just. I I can't wait till I and I get this degree and get out of here because I want to go off on my thoughts on school right now. Oh my god! So freaking pissed off. Anyway, beside the point. But the thing is, like the one thing. All right, so. I saw that uh, uh, the food that they were served not great. You know what I'm saying? Like that that needs to be way better, and and then the weight room needs to be way better. And what they have, and for sure, I, yeah, we should that start there. Improved. That that was that was crazy. Yeah, the discrepancy yeah. was crazy, and I'm surprised that that happened with Title Nine. Like, yeah, I don't know about how they were with you guys, but they would come into our locker room. They'd probably come in like two or three times, write down what we have, mm-hmm. um, and compare it with the girls. It'd be like a group of like three. Three people would come in and we'd be like, "What are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we're from Title Nine. 
Like you guys have a microwave, you guys have a fridge. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure the girls have the same thing. But I mean, the girls' locker room was way better than ours. Yeah. When I first got there, and like nobody's checking it, the other way around. No one's like going in as a man and like, oh, you guys have a fridge. Okay, the the guy. That's one a fridge. thing. Um. So, I I am all for like, it be that weight room being a lot better. Yeah. And the food being a lot better. Um. But I think that yeah, sometimes it's done one way and not the other. Yeah, and, and yeah, this yeah. is. I, sorry, you go, Joe. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say the worst thing about it is the NCAA didn't even apologize. Like they didn't come out and say, "Oh, that's our bad. We're getting it fixed." They came out and tried to make an excuse for it. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, that was I was I'm dying. Like, yeah, I, just that. Say, just, I can't believe that that was at, like when I saw the word, I was like, "Is this this can't be actually it? Like you must yeah. there must be a lot more behind you or something." It looks like a if joke. That's like that's what you do if you did a joke. That, that is that is that looks like something yeah. that is just so ridiculous that yeah. it can't be real. I was I like, would, there's no way that they just gave him this dumbbell set. There's no dude. way. And the mats, the sanitized mats. Jesus Christ, that was <laughs> you know, bad. Dude, I was saying if we like if I walked into that and if like we got like the dumbbells and just that, the we would have so much fun with that. I'd start I'd start bench pressing the entire rack myself and like we start squatting each other and having the most fun time. But obviously, Gender equality is definitely a heated issue right now, so I, I don't think they would take the same approach as that. But one thing I want to kind of tell our listeners out there is, like I said, I'm all for – basically, I see it, I see the sports as an entertainment business, like you said, Joe. And you got to understand, like, the one thing that I was like – I didn't feel – I was like, okay, that's fine, it, for me at least, was the gear, for example. For example, when you're a men's volleyball player, right? okay, when you make the NCAA tournament, this is what we got. You get – a water bottle, and you get one choice of uh, you can get a jacket, you can get a backpack, you can get really? one item, 100%. Yeah, you get two things. Oh, I didn't know you could get a, a water choice. bottle. I, I yeah. got a backpack, but I didn't get the backpack. Someone stole it. Exactly. And a water so, bottle. And that's what I'm saying. Like that, That's all you get. And if women's volleyball, they get way more than that. And you know what? I'm okay with that because- I'm okay with that. Exactly. You know why? If we're going to say that, we have to stick by our guns. And I do stick by my guns. I say- 100%. I get why they why they get more. 100%. The WNBA asking for the same salary or comparing LeBron James' salary with Sue Bird, it's just- it, I, That doesn't hold validity in my-, in my 100%. Opinion. And I think like- and it can be any sport. For example, if no one's going to go watch, I don't know, like women's gymnastics over men's gymnastics. Okay, if women's gymnastics is more stuff, 100%. They should be because people are watching right. it, right? right. If, if the, the, the men's March Madness is making, what, 75 to 80% of the NSA's revenue per year? Okay? Jesus Christ. Like, uh, was it? It, it's not three billion. It's at least one billion. I know that. Like, that's just like, like, it's understood. Like, there should be rights, like, what they were given for weights and what they were given for food, not not okay. Like they, they they had the money to do more than that, and they just basic human needs need to be met there. But when it comes to gear and all this kind of other accessories yeah, that they're getting, this, 100%. there's going to be a difference. And and I think that's where people kind of like get mixed up and everything. And like I said, I've looked a lot in it, and and that's where I kind of drew the line for me at least of like understanding. I mean, like like we're one of the five. We're one of the five pro- men's or women's programs in the nation that actually make money for our university. Every university, they lose money. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. us. Which is why football should for get volleyball. scholarships. Yeah. For volleyball. For volleyball. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's why, because football, well, maybe not for Hawaii, but pays for a lot of the yeah, athletic Yeah, 100%. Department. So I'm like, uh, yeah, give them what they want. I, I don't know if it should be um, counted one for one as a men's scholarship because there's no alternative. 
And so what you get from that is, um, like at UCLA, we have a lot, we have more women's sports. At almost any university with football, you have more women's sports than men's sports. We had to cut our men's swimming and men's diving. And so you yeah. only have women's swimming, women's diving, women's rowing, like those kinds of things. Now there's a discrepancy on a lot of other ways besides just men and women. Like, for example, every sport now um, has to make up for that difference because football has so many scholarships. And right. I don't know if that's the best way to go about it, but I completely understand that football deserves the scholarships. They're the only ones making money. Um, and, like, if they go to a, the Rose Bowl and they get Xbox through, like Xboxes and Playstations, I'm not going to go complain. Yeah. I'm going to be like, I didn't get one when I went to my fucking – Final four for men's volleyball. Yeah, because nobody has watched it. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. Do the, you the make biggest, money or the do you biggest issue, money? 100%. The biggest issue I've had with the NCAA is their claim that they think about the student athletes first. And <laughs> that is not true in any way. They think about money first. And they that's kind of yeah, like, you see that slapped true. all over by the NCAA. And that's what always bothered me is like, they make all these claims, and I'm I'm totally fine. Like as a business, when you're running a business, you got to do what's best for the business. You you like going yeah. and losing money is not gonna help anybody at the end of the day because if they lose if they start losing money, then they're gonna have to cut more from those right right, the, right. those women's sports and the men's sports that aren't generating uh, revenue. And so for me, it's always been like more so about like what they claim they stand for is not actually what they truly stand for. Besides yeah, that, makes that sense. I. T- yeah, and besides that, I under, I under, from a business perspective, it makes sense. Like, right. you gotta, you gotta do what it's an entertainment business, like we said. So, but, but the thing totally. with them, but like with the thing is the NCAA, they don't progress anything. For example, how would me, for example, we there's a lot of stuff that as out of system that we wanted to do that we can't do because we're in the, because Rao and I are in the NCAA. How would me benefiting off my likeness or whatever, any anything along that lines, like me selling merch, not even making a profit off of it. How is that negatively affecting the NCA? Is what I'm trying to say. And they, they, That's their actually rules a good are, question. Sometimes it brings so... a lot more attention to exactly. stuff. Exactly. Especially rules... in a sport like volleyball. And like and basketball, the... I get it. Or football, I get it. Like people are, you have eyeballs already. And then you're taking money out of their hands because, say, Tomorrow's jersey yeah. now, instead of him selling it, NCAA is yeah. taking part of it. I don't know how that works. I think, to be honest, the pressure comes a lot from the academic side of the NCAA because if you start having these Alabama, all these big time football kids start like making money, like it just set, it just separates them so much further from the rest of the student body. And the NCAA always like a lot of the rules have to do with yeah, um, we can't get stuff sh- that normal yeah. students don't get. And so that's they they want to make sure there's not that separation and stuff. And I feel like the the academic heads at the NCAA that's kind of where that's come from because they don't want like you said, guys like Tua or like these Joe Burr. Imagine Joe Burr, how much money he could have made his last year at LSU. Right. Like these guys. Well, that's what they're basing the rules off of, not yeah. guys like us. They could care less. And that's something that the Olympics even, like for a while you had to be an amateur athlete to participate in the Olympics um, yeah. for a certain period. And then eventually they moved on. They're like, okay, well, we're not getting the best athletes. Like the purpose is to get the best athletes here. And so it's, a, it's I mean, both sides, I, there's really good arguments, I think, to it. Ooh. Like, I think there's two really good um, arguments on both sides, to be honest, just depending on where you view. I'm on the side where I think that, like, I don't understand how the NCAA can limit how many meals a team can provide. Like, who cares how many, like, the kids need to eat. Like, we, I remember us, Charlie Wade was telling us, yeah, we can only have a certain amount of meals on this day. 
okay, what if kids literally just don't have money? Like, there's for sure kids like that in the NCAA where they're living off of ramen and they're going and working out out seven, eight hours a day and they, and they don't have the proper nutrition. So how is that fair for the, the, the one NCAA to sit there and, and justify that they can limit how many times they can feed their kids a day who are coming from whatever part of the world they are? One thing I don't understand, all right, there's two things I want to gonna ask about, but the one thing I don't understand is, um, so so my girlfriend goes to Boulder and she gets, she gets a full ride, she's on the team. She gets um, a very solid, I wanna, I'll, I'll just put it in a ballpark between, uh, it's less than two grand, but it's high, it's high up there per month, right? And that's to pay for her rent and then the rest is for, is for um, what's it called? It's for food and anything you want to spend it else on. Along with that, they get fed twice a day. How come they're allowed to be fed twice a day, every single day, including the weekends, and they get a buff card every week with around $50 where they can go to Safeway or whatever or whatever they want, and it gets reimbursed every single week? How come schools like that are allowed to for, – like for us, we only get one meal a day. We're only allowed to get one meal a day, and that's only in season. So when we're in the off season, we don't get a meal. Like we don't get fed, so we have to go, right. and that's why I'm out here working like four to five days a week, and like, and like, and everything like that to like meet, like, like to kind of like stay stay above float and everything. So it's just like, how come schools like that, like the big Pac-12 money schools, are allowed to feed their kid that much, but we're only allowed to feed ourselves once, yeah. you know? It's like and the money. other part I didn't know that, that was yeah. going on. That's crazy. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. And the other part of that is. Dude, like any other person on campus can go make a YouTube channel, can go make any amount of money they right. can off their image. And like, right. also, they have the time to go get jobs. Student athletes do not have time to go work a full-time That's job. That's why it's crazy that they're like trying, they, like that there's a rule that student athletes can't have benefits that that normal students don't have. And I'm like, why? why? They're clearly two different groups. We're, we live completely different lifestyles. Like we have it's like our a job. Norm, our normal day to day is looks completely different than a person that is a that is a student. I'm not saying that a student can't be more busy than us, but they're just completely different schedules, and we're completely different totally. lifestyles. We're we're out of the state, like we're taking flights in the middle of class. We're taking tests on the road. Like th- there's clearly going to be differences. So why why is it that there's this strict rule like we can't get anything that they don't get? I have a question. I have, I have some two two hot questions for you guys. First question is, like, if if the uh, volleyball men's volleyball had a league in the United States, like NBA or NFL or anything like that, my so Joe, this is more personal to you, and I know Mikey, you have very very close family ties. I don't know how they view school and academics with you, but academics are pretty high in our household. Or like, especially my mom, she's always like, you got to do academics first. And she always said, I would never allow you to go, like, one and done. You know what I'm saying? And let's say, Joe, Mike, after your freshman year, or let's say just two years or whatever, you're like, okay, you have a breakout year, and you get drafted in this league for, or you, you're like, you know you're going to get a lot of millions of dollars in this league. Would you take that, Joe, with mom being in your ear saying stuff, and Mike, well, I don't know how your family is, how would, would you enter the draft or would you not? Well, well first of all, Gage, if – the amount of money that's in the NBA was in volleyball. I'm sure mom and dad would have a little bit different yeah. view on. Yeah, so really I don't think point. that's fair. I don't think that's really fair. 
to say like to be honest dad i think dad would be in really full support of going and because you can always go back and finish your degree exactly but dad like actually the more i've talked to him now recently the more he's come across and understands like more about like just the business side of things and making sure that you get like what you're worth and stuff and like i think he would be in full support of yeah. if the if it's this if it's like the same amount of money 100 percent like because if you go and play three years and you end up hurting yourself really badly or sees or career ending stuff like you're missing out on that huge chunk of change so i don't think that's fair gauge what if it's a hundred thousand what if it's hundreds of thousands of dollars uh i don't know if like that's rookie contracts 300 th- rookie contracts like 300 grand the top guys in the league are making like just like in pro the top guys in like can make a million to two million a year or something like that you know uh, but the but the know. but the bottom salary is like three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand a year is a lot of money. I would definitely go. Mom wouldn't be happy with me, but I'd definitely go. <laughs> I would go too, maybe. I don't know. The thing that I would consider would be my college experience. That'd be the yeah. only it wouldn't be the academic part of it. It would just be like being able to still be social and like mm. have a good time and that kind of experience. And then later I realized that like those four years you don't get back, and that experience you don't get back. But you can, for the next twenty years, I can have a job and make money or play ball. But like those those kinds of things are so much more priceless. That would be the only thing I would I would consider, in terms of like, oh, I might not get a degree. I don't, I could care less. Yeah. Would you uh exact yeah? Would you guys uh, uh? I mean, like I've never been one for like the school experience, other than high school or college. So it wouldn't really, that that part really wouldn't affect me. And here's a second question. Okay. This little, you guys are out of college, so you guys can answer this. So, you know how a lot of the and football, top football players, like I, I've, been, I've been listening and reading like stuff of guys getting like $180,000 return for their season, senior year for football or like basketball or something like that, right? They're getting money under the table. Like Zion Williamson made for like sure. a little under like 200 grand, I'm pretty sure, just by going to Duke alone, along with the food they get, the utilities, the scholarship and whatnot. So... If someone were to offer you a full ride and offer you money under the table like that, would you take it to go to their college? For sure. Hell yeah, brother. For sure. What? So what What happens if – you mean like because you, you, there's a risk of getting caught? I mean, yeah, you're breaking the rules. Yeah, but if you get caught, then if you're Zion Williamson, okay, I got caught. All right, I'll, I'll if, no, I'm talking about you're you. You're you. You're you. Oh, not How much it. money? That's a big. That's a big reason. Yeah, I'm saying like like let's say you get 50, 50 to hundred grand. That's that's a lot Mike of money, got, guys. Mike got more scholarship money than that. So no, per year to sign, it's like a signing bonus. No, he means like cash under the table. Exactly, okay. signing bonus. Yeah, I don't know. That's not a. T- to be honest, like it. A hundred thousand fifty. I've been offered. I've been offered money before, and I didn't take it. Really at UCLA, at Punahou for sure. Just, at, just in my life, I, I'll, I'll just keep it at that. <laughs> <laughs> I've, offered, I've been offered money before, and I, I was like, oh, it's okay. Like, I'd rather not. Joe, what about you? Not a crazy amount. Not, not that like, much money. Not, not that much crazy. money. No. How much money would it take for? If you're right, getting in the million, if you're getting the millions, then Joe, no one's it. making getting a million dollars on the table as a college athlete to sign to the school. No, I'd say I'd say 150 grand. I could do something with that if I get caught. You guys are so. Oh my god, you need 150 grand. 
150. That's a lot. Not 50. You guys realize how? Has, do you guys have fifty thousand dollars? Yeah, but a hundred grand. Gage, you don't realize how little like fifty. Fifty. As 000? a college student, though. Yeah, but then you, you're done, that, and then what? Yeah. What? Say you get caught. Okay, say you then get you're caught done with volleyball because volleyball is a lot harder of a sport to just like go like do your thing after college. You got fifty grand to spend on you're an done agent. With volleyball, a really good yeah, agent. I don't 50, know. <laughs> fifty grand's not gonna do much. Okay, all right. A hundred grand should do enough though. Someone's like, all right, still not that much, dude. If you get caught and you're just sitting there with that money and you don't have a degree and you yeah. like have nothing to do, that's two years of school. Good. So one hundred fifty grand. That's how much it would take. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Gage, Gage will go for in and out, a double double. <laughs> Give me some animal fries. <laughs> As I say, slide me a cool crisp five dollar bill. Do you bill. guys know how much two hundred dollars is? <laughs> it's, like, it's like twenty chicken. You guys are like out of your mind. Yeah, I don't think you Yo. guys are co- comprehending what I'm saying. Two hundred dollars. Two hundred, all two hundred. Hey, let's do what? Let's do. A segment of would you rather let's go around real quick and mm-hmm. let's do a couple would you rathers and then we have a couple questions and we'll wrap it up can i All got right. one for you i right. i know mike i know what michael say i'm interested to see what gage says though mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. you rather would you rather before a game not eat or not drink for two days leading up to it oh you have to not you'd have to not eat you can yeah. play if you if you exactly if you, if you don't drink I'd be hallucinating out there Joe I'd be tripping yeah. ball sack noodle out there Are you fucking Dude, kidding if you me? didn't but if you didn't eat too I feel like you would not if you yeah. gauged didn't yeah I eat, would die Joe I, you know I have I literally have a I literally have a ritual every time I come off the floor it whether it's a middle sub comes in or the middle like I said middle serving in between game timeout I drink a cup of water I use a water bottle now because COVID but like I literally down it. Every single time. So I'm peeing three to four times at night. Okay. Yeah, I drink a ton of water. You can, it's, wait, Joe, not, you can survive by. Yeah, like a week or something crazy without. Yeah, like. More than that, without food, but you can't survive a long time without water. I'd look freaking jacked if I had, if I ate no water though. That, what's that called? Water is more necessary. Yeah, no water weight on me. I'd be just absolutely ripped. Not that I am a knot already, but like, I'd be even more ripped. What about you, Joe? What would you do? I would say, yeah, I would say I would take the water. I could give up the food. Okay, how about this? Would you rather have a water bottle that you have to drink from from the game full of tequila or vodka? And you have to take a, a, a shot every time you come off the floor. Well, that just <laughs> makes my stomach sick. That sounds horrible. About it. I've never drank any of those, so I, I wouldn't really know, but... It doesn't seem like a big difference. Either way, you're going to be struggling. Okay, either every, way, it's horrible. Yeah. All right, you, you either have to take a shot of tequila or eat a, eat a I don't know, quarter pounder. Every, you have to eat, eat a, a quarter, quarter pounder. pounder every time that you come off the court? Every time out. How about that? Every time out. Every time out, <laughs> I, eat a yeah. quarter pounder. Yeah. I would not let my coach call a timeout. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't call a single timeout. And I'd do the quarter Media timeouts. Three quarter pounders Half and I'm times. throwing up. Uh, no. I would say with the shot. I'd survived way more. I think I'm throwing up sooner with quarter pounders than with shots. Have you guys played drunk? One, yeah. quarter, one quarter pounder a timeout. Yeah, I could do that. No no. Say problem. there's two yeah, for sure. timeouts. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. I can't You're move. thinking of a double quarter pounder. A quarter pounder. But imagine, imag- imagine the other team, Micah, calls both timeouts each set and you have in-between sets. That's true. And minimum. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of shots. It, right? 
Yeah, but dude, you couldn't do the quarter pounders would be harder, I think. That's true. You'd be yeah, you'd be like not be able to move. Yeah. That's no, true. you guys be surprised. I've I've eaten eaten way more before games and I've been completely fine. Trust me. I'm not comparing you, myself to you. You're right. I am in God status no, when it comes. Completely different. I have but a there lot was, of experience. There was a drill we did at UCLA where we literally couldn't – nobody could jump anymore. It was the most ridiculous drill I've ever been a part of. Did it help you at all? No, it actually hurt us. We were, we were all super banged up for the game the next day. Maybe that's how so we had to. We had to do dive lines. It was, it was ridiculous. It was like five minutes per rotation, so it's 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. The other team starts at 22, and we start at 20. And every time that we lose, every time the ball drops, the, the clock stops. So it's only playing time. Every time we lose, we have to do a diving lines of touch six across the court. I'll be doing six sky times. balls. Oh, we were trying, dude. Everyone was standing, float serving. Every pass was like to the moon. But what happened is you lose the first one. And then, and then, and the other team didn't do any. So it was only the starting team has to run. You lose the first one and you're already way more gassed. You lose like three, and you're and you're 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 just trying to stall. Does that like help you at all? First of all, does that help you at all? And second of all, that's probably why you guys are always injured over there. No, 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 no. It was a one-time thing. Okay. He, yeah, and he said he. It's he, an everyday occurrence. He was pissed. <laughs> he was pissed, and he set the drill up, and then he realized like halfway through, he's like, "Oh, this is really, really a bad idea." Did he keep but going? He didn't though? Stop it! Yeah. Good. He's like, oh, I realized, I realized, oh, this is not good. Good. All right, Joe. Okay, I, my would you rather, and then we're good. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Would you rather? Mm-hmm. Would you rather play in the nicest city in the world? So say what, whatever city of your choosing. Fear but you make But you make 50,000 euros a year. Or would you rather play in, like, the worst place ever? I'm talking, like, I don't know even what. North Korea? Syria, even yeah, even yeah, Syria in like the poorest region and make three hundred fifty thousand. If we have Syrian fans, you're out there, there for a year. Nice, and you can't leave. Nicest city, nicest city. Yeah, well, because I'm playing Syria, they're gonna kill me because no, they don't like you, Americans over but there. But I really. can, but we can guarantee your safety. Oh, okay. Is it the first year? You, of my you don't, you don't die, but you could get scuffed up. Oh, scuffed up, meaning just like. They're just gonna like. They're just gonna. Batman's gonna be. People like, could come after you, but you, but you, you, you don't die, and you, you have enough food, maybe. <laughs> that's like that's like Batman. He's like, yeah, I'm not gonna kill anyone. I'm just gonna break every bone in this guy's body for selling weed or something like that. Like like, I, I scuffed up. Like I mean, I would definitely just because if I could, if you could promise me my safety, I'd minor, say, injuries. You minor, injuries minor injuries. Minor injuries are what a flesh wound. Someone cuts like me? you're not gonna get no, you're not even gonna get stabbed, but you could get like beat up and stuff. Yeah, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and play for the 50k. <laughs> Micah, that is, what about I don't know. Okay, what about what about you? You don't get you don't get physically harmed at all. Just <laughs> verbally and mentally harmed. No, just, yeah, I'm gonna leave that up for interpretation. <laughs> but you don't get physically harmed. Uh, I I'd be down for it. How, I mean, how much money is it again? Three hundred. We'll go three hundred. Three hundred thousand dollars for libero. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Blindly, take my, shut up and take my, shut, shut up and give me my money. Yeah, that's fair. Two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah, still like hundred. Hundred dollars. Yeah, definitely. No, hundred. <laughs> hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, hundred thousand. I'd do it, dude. Like libero's not like not like me making much money. Like my first couple years, especially at a. Yeah, uh, like, I guess. Yeah, you have a good point. Yeah. All right. I'll go anywhere, bro. 
Some good would rathers. Goodridge, yeah. Hey, we had a couple people send some a little back. Send send any you got you guys got would you rathers. Try to push the limits. Let's see where. Uh, let's see. What Joe, they're gonna they're gonna get, gonna get into, into sexual territory. They're like, would you rather do this person over this person? I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I thought it's where it's gonna go. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Um. All right, Gage. I don't know if you have the questions from last week too that we didn't get to, but I have some other ones. Um. Hey boys, from Charlie Welland. Hey boys, quick question. You don't have to answer on the podcast. Just right here. Awkward. <laughs> nice. hey, but we're we're answer nice. we're answering on the podcast. Because uh, we've gotten this before, I don't know if we've answered. But I'm sending a recruiting email. Do I send it to the head or assistant coach? Um, both. Yeah. I, I say you just both. send both. Because yeah. to be honest, the assistant coach usually does most of the recruiting emails. But uh, just send it both. I mean, boom, bada bing, bada boom. Um, oh, who's that in the room? Gage got some from last week, my bottle. Yeah, I got one right here from Mason. Sam, Mason Sam. Can you guys hear that plane? Yeah. Oh my Hello. god. Jeez. It's chaotic around these parts. Hey bro, I have a question. So I kind of suck at taking serves with my hands. And I don't know if I have weak hands or if if I'm doing something wrong. Do you have any advice or tips on strengthening my hands and improving my passing with them? Oh my god, that plane is right here. First up, what's up Mason? I promised you I'd answer this last podcast and I apologize I didn't get to it. Um, but I think with serve receive with hands, people, it's, it's the mentality of it. It's not really a set. It's more of a slap, right? You don't want to be bringing that ball into your hands whatsoever when you're doing serve receive. Your hands should be moving forwards right before you're about to contact the ball, right? So you never, you don't want to have kind of soft hands. They want to be kind of, for me, I'm be honest, a lot of time I just use my fingertips, right? So that's where all my kind of strength comes from, like my fingertips and just pushing the ball and just kind of shooting it. Um... So just literally, basically, I mean, you could just get on your knees and just have people. I remember I did it with my liberos. If you have a setter's ball, um, just chucking them at your face and you just popping them. I call it popping. You do want to be moving your hands forward right before you're about to contact the ball. And another key is just staying underneath the ball because as soon as that ball reaches about chin length, until you're uh, really, really good at it, once it's about chin length or lower, chances are it's gonna slip right through your hands. So you gotta have that ball always above uh, or level to your head so you can come up to it and bring it up and pop it up rather than if it gets lower than your chin, it's slipping through your hands or you're just gonna shoot it straight to the ground. So one, think of it as a pop, think of it as something that you're gonna use a lot of your fingers with strength with. And again, so basically just strengthening those fingers. Um, it can be a normal ball, preferably a setter's ball, like just throw balls at you. And uh, getting your feet there and getting underneath the ball, so you're always in upwards, moving in an upwards trajectory, and that always helped me. Like when I struggle, I remember one time where I was with Micah in the U21 uh, World Championships, and uh, we had these we had these super short shorts, and we were facing Japan, and uh, I literally my basically there was such gnarly float serves. I just got lower and lower to start with. I was dang near like in a, in a catcher stance. Like a, for like baseball to start, and I remember I wore super loose boxers, and I looked down in these shorts, and my nuts were out. I swear to God, my nuts were out. I'm looking down, and I'm like right before this, I'm like, oh my God! And there's like photographers there, so I had to cover that up really quick. So I was really self conscious about, you know, my private parts slipping out when I was facing Japan. But I, I like to think I get a good. I don't think anyone got a picture of it, but <laughs> or maybe they did and they just didn't post it. Thank God. But yeah, anyway, that's what I have to say Explicit about explicit content. Hands. <laughs> right on. The only and the, wears long shorts. That, we'll the out of system only fans. Only fans, exactly. 
<laughs> um, all right, from Mol, we'll go last question here. Um, I, we meant to get to this one too last week. Molnar Mate, I apologize if I didn't pronounce that right. Hey guys, I love your content, love the vibe. I'm from Hungary, and I want to play volleyball on collegiate level in the near future, maybe at UH, lol. I came across the NCSA, the next college student athlete, uh, as a form of recruiting, I just wanted to ask your opinion about the platform and if it helps the process of me getting recruited. Thanks for the response in advance. Um, first of all, for any internationals, I would say just go direct to the coaches. A lot of the, a lot of the recruiting uh, platforms right now, I'm kind of unfamiliar with, and it might be something that you might be hearing from. I think we'll know more in the next month or two about it. We're doing some research right now on that. Um, but yeah, use any resource you have, and then. Uh, and then email the coaches directly, I would say, is the best bet. Um, or if you know any players that are on any teams, directly reach out to them because just building that connection is the biggest thing. So that's that. G Swizz, you want to uh, take us out here? Yeah. Boys. Boys. Big things going on. We all got games this weekend. Wait, Mike, Joe, you, you, you start this weekend as well, yeah. Next week. Next yeah. week. Joe starts really, next week. Really good scheduling. Really good scheduling. Great job. And it's best out of five, and there's like four-day gaps in between each game. Three, yeah. Oh, my God. That's horrible. What about you, Micah? You play this weekend? Yeah, I played Saturday. And is, is it best out of three, or you lose? You best going out of three. home? Okay. Best out of three. And both of you guys in playoffs, so, I mean, Josh in the final, so no matter what happens, he's coming home or kind of towards his schedule. So a lot of these boys are ready to get back in the U.S. of A. I'm cruising here. Um, big next couple weeks are gonna be big for all of us and uh, for the fans. You know, come out fire content. But boys, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. And just remember, if you can't handle the heat, get out of the goddamn kitchen. This has been another episode of If You Can't Handle the Heat, presented by Out of System.